All righty. Well, it is time to kick off episode two of Zia Comic Weekly. We are here with you. We are broadcasting from Zia Comics today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, myself, Joey, from Hot Widow 3's Big Show, and got my man Troy here with us. What's up, Troy? How's it going? Hey, been about a week. But, uh, <laughs> it has been, right? Seven days it has been. A uh, lot's been going on in those seven days. Uh, how things been going uh, here at Zia Comics? Really good, really good. Uh, everybody's doing their last-minute Christmas shopping, so... Uh... We got all of your nerdy needs. Yeah. All your geeky goodness right here. Just come and get it. Uh, I uh, saw that you guys had, uh, I was looking at the beverages as we were walking in. You have a uh, Chupa Chupa, right? Oh, the Chupa Chups drinks. Yeah. Yes. All those. I know. I was like, yeah. I should get one, but I realized we're about to go live. And so I don't want to be burping the, the whole time. So <laughs> a lot of sugar. You'd be bouncing off the walls too. Yeah, it's, uh, they're so good though. I see it, how fast I start talking right now. If I'm on one of those. <laughs> the cornholio on me. Right. A <laughs> uh, lot of course going on, you know, we're a couple days away from the holidays, looking to do some shopping, uh, come visit our friends here at Zia comics. Uh, you guys also got a lot of stuff going on. Um, looking at, at notes right now. Uh, what's going on with, as far as donations, you know, with, uh, uh, okay, yeah, our t-shirts. Uh, we have all of our t-shirt designs up on Teespring, and you can find it on our site, ziacomics.com, under, you know, buy t-shirts. Okay. Anytime somebody purchase, purchases, that's hard to say, <laughs> a shirt through there, we'll donate $1 to Jardín de los Niños, which is a really great cause. So, I mean, you get some cool merch, and uh, you get to do some helping at the same time. Perfect, perfect. Uh, along with helping, uh, Toys for Tots. Yes, we're still doing the Toys for Tots until they come pick that box up. I think it's going to be a few days before Christmas when they pick it up. Okay. Uh, like You buy a $10 gift here in Zia Comics uh, for the box, and you'll get 10% off your purchase or $20 purchase for the Toys for Tots box. You'll get 20% off. So if you make a big purchase, that, that could add up. That 20% off could pay for the gift you throw in there. All righty. Perfect. Perfect. So, of course, do your shopping. Support local. Uh, come check out our friends at Zia Comics today. Uh, you guys, uh, as far as open, you guys going to be open. What days are you guys closing for the holidays? We close two days a year. It's uh, Christmas Day and New Year's Day. Okay. So Christmas only days day. were closed. All righty. So make sure you come and visit them. Uh, just getting, of course, to some other things. If you guys want to check out, of course, they're part of our big deal store as well hot103.fm you can always get those certificates there so you can shop local like i said go and check them out today and then come and visit them and get all anything that is nerdy they have got you covered all right well without further ado let's go ahead and get to uh what we're going to be talking about today uh we'll start off with hawkeye episode five uh overall thoughts yeah. i gotta get your thoughts on episode five and i guess it's... we could say we're going to get ready to see more characters uh headed into the mcu yeah, you know, well, Marvel really ties all their movies and uh, series in together pretty tightly. And uh, Hawkeye is just taking that to the next level. Uh, the last episode, you know, they introduced, uh, if, did you watch the Black Widow movie? You saw Yelena. Yes. She was in episode four. She's in a lot of episode five. But uh, at the end, they they bring out, I mean, it's really not much of a secret anymore because it was they leaked it all over the internet. Yeah, yeah, I, I was going to say uh, <laughs> Yeah, you find out uh, she was hired by Eleanor Bishop, which is Kate Bishop's mom, but she's working for Kingpin. Yes. And it's the Vincent D'Onofrio Kingpin. So they're bringing in those Netflix Marvel characters. And I was going to ask you, what are your thoughts about the MCU going back 
to bring in some of those characters because I think we're going to start to see, you know, those shows that were on Netflix. Are we going to start to see them start to make their way to Disney Plus? Are we going to get a revamp of some of these shows? Are we going to possibly see, you know, the Jessica, uh, Jessica Jones? We're going to see uh, some of these others. You Luke know? Cage. Luke Daredevil. Cage. Yes. Luke Cage, yeah. I know, is one that stood out to a lot of people that they want to see that one come back. Yeah. They kind of left that one on a cliffhanger. Yeah. I'd love to see that. And Daredevil, every, even Punisher. Every uh, season of Daredevil was just crazy amazing. Those hallway fight scenes. Yeah. Is, so yeah, I, I think that's their plan. They saw how well Netflix did with it, and I think they're going to start pulling. And they're using the same characters, too, yeah. uh, pulling those guys in. Because there's rumors that Charlie Cox has been negotiating with the <laughs> MCU. So we're going to hopefully see... I love when they say negotiating for <laughs> we're trying not to spoil the surprise, but try to act shocked when you yeah. see them. It, it always happens. <laughs> and let's just say anybody that's ever part of MCU when it comes to promoting movies, they really don't do a good job to try to keep the secret because, well, everybody, you got to think every they do these press runs and everybody tries to get the secret out. They want to get the big spoiler out. Yeah, it's tough. Well, there's two guys. Well, Tom Holland and Mark Ruffalo, uh, they won't let them do interviews alone anymore yeah. because they they have a bad habit of those journalists just yeah. lead them by the nose to give them the information. But then then again, let's act like if they weren't sitting next to us right now, we wouldn't be trying to ask them the same oh, questions. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody has probably asked this question a million times is, are we going to see the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man in the upcoming? I mean, there's just so many different spoilers. And eventually you're hoping that you're going to get a spoiler. And I think a lot of us, especially with the Hawkeye series, we're hoping to find the next big spoiler because I don't know. We'll, we'll have to wait and see what happens. That was a good segue too. Yeah. Spider-Man. I know. <laughs> uh, Tobey Maguire. You would have thought we were professionals at this. The uh, way that we're, we're, we're well, one of us might be. <laughs> well, Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, let's start off because there's a lot to break down with this. We'll start off with its rating. Uh, looking 95% Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. I, well, that's just, that's not the audience score. That's just the critic score. Yeah. You know, it, it comes out, I think today. Yeah. Um, that's the second highest rated, I think, MCU one to come out. I think the only one to beat it was maybe in uh, Avengers Endgame. Yeah. But 95% is pretty strong, especially from critics. A lot of hype going into this. Um, the first thing I am going to say is no spoilers. <laughs> we don't want to give out any spoilers. No Next spo week, we're not going to give out any spoilers because I know a lot of tickets sold out. It's tough to find tickets to go check out the movie. They think they start showing as late as early as tonight. Yes. People are going to be able to see it. Yes, and, and stay. There's two after-credit scenes, so don't leave. You're yeah. going to be upset. Oh, so that's perfect. So let's talk. Uh, I, I think you see, probably have seen this online. They're saying one of the potential after-credits is going to give us some insight into Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange 2, yeah. Yes, a sequel. So, and you were saying, you were telling me before we jumped on, is you're a big fan of, of Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah, I really I like Doctor Strange. And if you watch the what-ifs, uh, a lot of it centers around Doctor Strange. Um, and I, I can't wait to see the second one because they're going to start dealing more with the multiverse mm -hmm. and, uh, the multiverse, you can pull, you know, characters from anywhere. They might be dead in our universe, but they're alive in this other one. Yeah. So we can bring them back. Uh, you know, what if was, I think, uh, a series that at first I wasn't really, I didn't really watch it at first, but then when I finally went back and realized 
this is going to definitely tie into the movies mm -hmm. that we see because yes. we are going to be able to start to explore explore that multiverse. Yes, and uh, there's a couple characters they pulled back through on the multiverse. I'm not going to spoil it for yeah. you, but I think they're going to start showing up again in movies. So, so Spider Way Spider Man No Way Home drops this weekend. Uh, great scores. I'm sure a lot of people are going to have some some comments lot of direction what is your overall take as far as what we're going to see and what do you see for the future going forward as far as for the mcu and potential other movies we mentioned dr strange but what else do you think we're gonna we're gonna um, see for the Mar mcu marvel has done such a great job with their roadmap uh, and tying all their stuff together instead of just being standalone movies they all yeah. they all mesh together and and i in my mind i like that a lot more uh, i was kind of skeptical on this one because usually when you bring in more than one villain mm -hmm. it gets messy but from what I've read, that they did a really good job and kept a cohesive plot line. And let me ask you, is this going to be redemption for Jamie Foxx, for his character? <laughs> uh, from what I saw in the trailers, he's not blue. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So that's a definitely change. Yeah. Does he get his second chance at this? Uh, from what I've seen in the trailers, it looks like those villains are no joke. They're, yeah. They're really coming uh, swinging hard. I'm uh, I'm excited. I think that was one thing that I'm looking forward to is because, and even with you know the, the Spider-Man movie that he was a part of, you mentioned he was blue, and it just there was no ending or no closure to that villain that I never would have thought that we were going to tie everything together to get you know No Way Home and now see all these characters come back. As long as we don't get that version of Green Goblin. Hopefully we don't. I, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff. And like I said, I want to not give any spoilers out. I mean, because we don't know anything yet. But I know once we watch this movie, a lot of people will be going to social media to start dropping their spoilers. And I, I was telling you, I'm staying off of the social medias for the next couple of days because... I mean, TikTok has done that for me. They've they've <laughs> they put the the end credits, and I'm just kind of like, oh, like I, I still I still need to see the movie. What's going on? It messed it up for me for the Eternals because I saw the end credits oh, to yeah. the Eternals, and I was like, well, mm. I don't even know what the heck just happened. So, <laughs> yeah, so we'll we'll see. No spoilers, people. Please, we're preaching no spoilers with this. Okay, yes. uh, Spider Man, uh, are you gonna check it out this weekend? Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah, probably. I like how we all say probably, but we're going to. We're, we're going to be there. <laughs> if there's tickets available, that's going to be the thing. <laughs> yeah, that definitely is. Who is your favorite Spider-Man? Um, I, I want to say Toby. But. I'm kind of torn. Who? I actually like Andrew Garfield. I didn't have a problem with Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield was good, but Toby, I mean, he was just, he was so good. I mean, him with the <laughs> the, the, the Kristen Dunst. I, I mean, it was, it was good at the time. I like the Spider-Man 3 Toby with the. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, he made it look so cool that, uh, I don't know. I, you know, I did like uh, the uh, Miles Morales Spider-Man. Oh yeah. You know, I didn't even think about that into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Those got a whole good. new set. Okay. I changed my mind. <laughs> okay. See? Look, now it's Spider-Noir. Yeah. I, I liked, I liked that Spider-Man. Um, I think. You know, this Spider-Man has done really good. And, you know, they said he signed on for three more movies. He did. Yes. So I think we are going to get more from him. And I'm just, I'm excited. I'm very excited. Uh, I, I called the date night with the wife this weekend. So I was like, <laughs> hey, we're going to go out on a date. She's like, okay, what do we do? Want to go to the movies? She's like, Spider-Man. <laughs> I know it, right? So she knows me all yeah. too well. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, moving on for what we got going on today. Uh, let's talk Fantastic Beasts. Harry Potter, yeah. Uh, that, that 
Harry Potter universe is still going strong. It's crazy how popular that that still is. Um, and with Fantastic Beasts, you know, you get it's almost like a prequel because mm-hmm. you're you're seeing you know Newt Scamander do his thing before he even wrote the book that they used to study. Yeah, in, in the Harry Potter movies, I um, noticed as far as when it comes to the Harry Potter series, whenever they're available on these streaming services, they do extremely well. I mean, I, I don't know if it's by design that, you know, I know that they're on HBO Max right now. You have the Harry Potter series and then, of course, Fantastic Beasts. But it seems to do very well. And like you said, the audience seems to want more. People love magic. I, I guess it's, so. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess there's there's definitely a, a calling for it. But do we want, I mean, I, I mean, Fantastic Beasts. I mean, we got the, you know, the secrets of Dumbledore. Moving forward, are we going to start seeing TV series? What do you what, what are you anticipating? Wow, you know, I didn't even think about that. That how would that work? I think that would do well. I, I actually think it would because uh, you've got the um, the chilling uh, whatever the Sabrina. Yeah, that series was crazy amazing. If you didn't watch it, and it dealt a lot with the occult and magic type stuff. So. I would think, uh, depending, if you get the right producer-director, mm-hmm. I think it would do really well as a series. Uh, maybe not a movie, for example. I mean, maybe, I mean, I don't know. I mean, HBO Max right now does pretty well with that, and I think they can develop something that can lead them to, I don't know, you can probably have the same success as Disney's having with Marvel. HBO Max may be able to find their success. You can have this. that idea for free, HBO. Uh, see? <laughs> Well, Merry Christmas to you, HBO Max, you million-dollar industry that uh, just is probably – they probably already had this idea. We're just – Yeah, it's probably it. on the back burner. Hey, we'll get to that. We, we, are, we already thought of that. You, Thank you, but <laughs> we've already thought about that. Uh, let's talk uh, Witcher Season 2 uh, coming out December 17th. Yes. Um, did you watch the first season? No, I didn't see you, the first You season. should watch it. It's, uh, it's based on a video game. Okay. Uh, Witcher. Uh, Henry Cavill. He he wanted this role because he's a huge he's a huge nerd. Honestly, he's big into that. He's big into Warhammer, but he loves Witcher, and he basically pushed them to make this and have him cast as Geralt, who's the main character. Um, not a lot of lines. He he does a lot of scenes with no shirt on, and he he, <laughs> he drops a few f bombs here and there, and that's you know a lot of the extent of his acting in that one. But but it works. It's another magical base type thing. And uh, season two, man, I, I just I can't wait because where, where they left off, uh, <laughs> I need I need some closure, man. I need to find out what's going on with Geralt. I, I love how you mentioned he's got select words, and we're gonna pretend like Vin Diesel didn't get paid to just say I am Groot. Yeah, but he did different inflections. Oh, okay. It's, See, and languages actually. <laughs> that is right. I forget yeah. that he had to he had to be. He didn't just have to say, I am Groot. He had to say, I am Groot. Yo soy Groot. Speaking of Vin Diesel, Fast and Furious 10 pushed to May 2023. Yeah, I think they're going to start filming in January. Um, there was a big tiff between Vin Diesel and uh, Mr. Dwayne Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody really knows the truth behind it, but, you know, Vin Diesel is saying he was trying to do some tough love to, you know, to get him to be a better actor. And I'm like, dude, Rock makes more money than you. Right. And but, does Vin Diesel really need to be the one that's giving acting yeah, lessons? You know, I, you know, and there's there's that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd understand if someone like Paul Walker was trying to give them tough love, but Vin Diesel? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. So it's, uh, and, and he's actually, 
trying to get, he, they're trying to, he's trying to mend the fences. He wants the rock to be in this uh, number 10. Yeah. Which if you watched Hobbs and Shaw, it did really well. I mean, I'm not a big fan of the fast and Fury series, but I'm, I'm a big rock fan. So I watched it. Mm -hmm. And uh, even with Jason Statham's bad acting, it wasn't a, a terrible. Movie. See, I would have rather taken uh, acting advice from Jason Statham before uh, <laughs> Vin Diesel. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw was really good. I see a potential branch off for that for those two. I mean, there is a. There, I mean, if you guys saw Hobbs and Shaw, you saw that there was a lead up to possibly either tying it back into Fast and Furious, or maybe there being a sequel to Hobbs and Shaw. There, there's some talk of a sequel. I mean, I think they could. I mean, but then again, The Rock is in everything. He's so busy. He's uh... That guy is never going to be without work. I mean, if he's not promoting <laughs> tequila, he's got a TV show that's coming back in January. Uh, he just did Red Notice that was on Netflix. Did you and watch that? I loved it. Great. Thought it was very good. It was really good. Uh, Ryan Reynolds does very good with his comedic timing. I think yes. it's just perfect. And Gal Gadot, I mean, she's just she's amazing. Yeah, you saw her as something besides Wonder Woman. Yeah, so and in the Fast and Furious too. So yeah, uh, I did. Speaking of Fast and Furious and Gal Gadot, I did read a rumor that they're oh. gonna try to bring Gal Gadot back to the Fast and Furious. I'm okay with that, but she died. <laughs> but then again, so did Hans. I say yes. Fast and Furious. <laughs> for some reason, you get a second life. Like it's like a video game. You get a one up, and it's like, hey, you know what? Come back. It's like be comic back. books. Nobody ever dies yeah, except just, Uncle Ben. Yeah, they, they just get rewritten <laughs> back into the series. But Fast and Furious Ten, uh, May twenty twenty three. I'm very curious to see what they do as far as when it comes to the Paul Walker character. Paul Walker character. I mean, I know the brothers are heavily yeah. involved, but. It is tough, and they, they, I don't know what they're going to do because they are—they do want to bring back Brian. I just don't know how they will do it. I don't know. Write him out. I, I think he's ran his course. They've got enough other good characters. Yeah. That they don't really need him. Yeah. I, it, at this point, it's just fan service. It, it really is. It really is. And it is sad because he was obviously one of the you know iconic characters for the franchise, and it was tough. And I think a lot of us you know were worried what was going to happen with the franchise. But – is the tenth one the final one? I is if it depends on it does at box office. If if it still does well, you know people love hot cars and hot men and women, and that's what they have. Yeah, uh, plot. You don't need a plot. Just yeah. have them drive. I mean, you saw the last one. The dude got picked up. He drove off a cliff and got picked up by an airplane. That is true. But that's what we did when we used to play with matchbox cars <laughs> and stuff. That it, it just doesn't happen. So. You know when Tyrese and Ludacris went to space. Yeah. That's Forgot when I that knew. One. I've yeah. been trying to block that out of my mind. <laughs> I was like, let's not pretend like they didn't try to drift in space. <laughs> like you had Tyrese and Ludacris in space in a car. Milky I remember what the drift. car was. It was a Pontiac. <laughs> they were in a Pontiac in space. But, I mean, if they can figure it out, by all means, go for it. Uh, yeah, I I'm excited for it. And uh, the Fast and Furious has always been a franchise that uh, my brother and I have always watched these movies. I mean, yeah, we know what they are. They're they're cheesy. You gotta suspend disbelief. Just push the I believe button. Yeah, uh, uh, who knows? Work. Maybe one day my brother and I will be in a Pontiac in space, racing <laughs> aliens. I don't know. <laughs> we'll wait and see. Uh, Jurassic World. Moving on. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion. This is a movie that I have been looking forward to mm -hmm. because. For one, we've been seeing these teasers. There was a five-minute, uh, I want to say like a prequel leading up to it. Yep. What were your thoughts? Let me get your, your, first, your overall first thoughts about the what we saw on YouTube. I, I, I love it. I, I like the little lead-in, too, with the, the mosquito, uh, you know, 
taking some blood from that dinosaur because that's how the whole thing started was yeah. they pulled the DNA out of the mosquito. I love that. And I, I love the, the T-Rex terrorizing the drive-in. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that, that's always a, that, that's a nice little way to scare audience <laughs> to, to go into the drive-thru. Yeah, yeah. Well, I loved it because half the people weren't paying attention to the movie and so they didn't even realize the T-Rex was there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it just, the whole idea of, you know, some of those dinosaurs fly. Yeah. And they busted out of that aviary. How are you going to keep them on the island? I, I have no idea how, you know, and even from the last one that, I mean, they kind of left us with, you know, they were going to start being a part of society. So yeah. I don't know how this next one with Dominion is going to be. And obviously they, I think they're going to have to figure out a way to kind of close up the series as far as how they're going to approach this, you know, this next installment of Jurassic World. And will this be the last Jurassic World that we see as a part of these three movies? And again, I'm going to say, as long as it sells tickets, yeah, they're no. going to make another one. I mean, and Chris Pratt, I think, has been good for the franchise, too. I, I've mm -hmm. enjoyed his character in, in that franchise. And something about him fighting dinosaurs, I'm all in. I, that's, <laughs> I mean, that you got to think about it. He, there was a moment for him. He had that role. Then, of course, he was, you know, Star-Lord and, you know, he was he just was in every movie. And we forget this guy comes from Parks and Recreation. Like <laughs> you see that like that's a bad series. I, I love awesome that. Series. I love that series. But it's so crazy to think that he started <laughs> off at that. I mean, he's been in some other movies, some other rom-com movies. You're going to make me say it, aren't you? Yeah. Chris Pratt has that. He does. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> uh, Jurassic World comes out next year. Um, I would put this movie up there with one of the anticipated movies for 2020. And they're bringing back most of the old cast, if I remember correctly. I think it was it Helen Hunt. Yes. Uh, Sam Neill. Um, Gold, no. Goldblum. Goldblum's yeah. going to be in it. The, those three right there is enough for me. Goldblum alone. Yeah. It could just be a movie with him and the dinosaurs, and I'll watch it. <laughs> I love Jeff Goldblum. Side note, there is a show with Jeff Goldblum on, on Disney+. Disney. Plus. Yes. I did catch the episode with a, a dog. I know this is going to sound – this is the weirdest thing I'm telling you all right now. I follow a dog on Instagram by the name of Tuna, okay? <laughs> and there was an episode uh, where he was actually spending time with his Chihuahua dog. Uh, it's a dog that has a, an overbite. For some reason, I am hooked on watching this dog and, yeah, I'm plugging a, yeah. a chihuahua right now that's got way more followers than me. I think he's got like 10 million followers. Yes. Cutest thing, though, yeah. and I'm one of the followers. Yeah, but you put that with Goldblum, that's gold. He probably got another 10 million just yeah. that episode. It's that speech pattern, him and walking. They got that that speech pattern that makes you, that you hang on every word and you can't wait for the next one. And they have that pause. Yeah. Yeah. And so he'll be it for sure in the next Jurassic world movie. And uh, many people will be excited for that one. All right. HBO max. Uh, let's talk about some of the movies that are going to be coming out. Uh, one movie that will be wrapping up. I would say, I think this is the last movie that we wrapping up in the month of December for them. As far as their movies that has it's in theaters and on HBO max at the same time, matrix resurrections. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of I'm on the fence about this one. I love Matrix. Uh, I don't know if this may be where they jump the shark mm -hmm. or is it going to open up a whole new set of trilogy? I'm holding up for the fact. I mean, I didn't see Lawrence Fishburne in the trailer. No, they're bringing some guy on to be a younger version of I guess they didn't have the cash for Lawrence probably. Fishburne. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm I first of all, it's been a while since I've seen the Matrix. Um, I mean, when was the last Matrix? When did the last Matrix come out? The final Matrix, I want to say 
2009? I, I want to say eight, yeah. nine, maybe 10. I, maybe it was probably sooner than that. Cause I know the second matrix was around 04, 05. I, I got to get my dates right when it comes to the matrix. Um, but it's been some time that we haven't seen from these characters and there's a whole new audience out there. And hopefully this audience will take to this matrix because you got to think at the time that the matrix movies came out, it was really, we were getting introduced to computers at the first time. I mean, you were starting to see the iPods and, yeah, and crazy CGI. Yeah. And I mean, it's one of the most iconic scenes. If you think about movies is him doing the whole bending backwards and the bullet right. going past him. I think you hit the nail on the head though, you know, cause we, we know the original movies. Uh, these kids now, this would be their first introduction to Matrix. And I, I always forget that. So they have no reference, frame of reference for that. So this might be how they appeal to the new audience mm -hmm. uh, moving on from us old people. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, we say the same thing. You know, we mentioned earlier Jurassic World. I mean, we saw the Jurassic Parks when we were younger. And then a whole new audience came in with Jurassic World. So right. maybe they're taking the same, you know, steps as far as when it comes to Matrix that we're going to see this, that for them, you know, for us, a Lawrence Fishburne being in this movie was an iconic role that maybe it's not really a big deal for them. Yeah. And they've removed Agent Smith. That virus is gone. They got a new, oh. new agent now. So, oh, see, I'm so it'll, sure. it'll be, but like I said, these new kids, this is their first introduction to yeah. Matrix. Um, I hope they like it and I hope they make more because I like the whole concept of Matrix. That's I mean, we're obviously gonna be very critical because we want to make sure that they, you know, they 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 keep the traditions of the old Matrix. That's movies. not how they used to do it. <laughs> Back in my day, I remember when he can dodge a bullet and now he's controlling the bullet with his mind. I, I, we'll wait and see yeah. what happens. Um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, um, and Jackie and I had talked about this uh, on the big show about HBO Max. I think after this month, HBO Max will not be doing the theatrical releases Aww. and the 30 days, you know how they've been doing yeah, it right. this year. I mm. think at the end of January, we may not see that anymore unless they can strike a deal with some of these because obviously, you know, movie companies, they want to have their movies back in theater. So we may not see that after this Matrix movie. This may be the last yeah, one. That's got to be weird for the contracts on the actors too because are they getting a piece of that streaming? Uh, that's, that was the whole deal with Scarlett Johansson yeah. and uh, Black Widow. So, I mean, there was a big lawsuit there, and that maybe that's kind of leading them to the fact that nah, we're just going to keep them in the theaters. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean there's got to – I mean, money talks. And, I mean, I know in the Scarlett Johansson thing, and we talked about this as well, is that, you know, she was promised a big bonus because these movies mm -hmm. make a lot of money in theaters. And then, you know, the pandemic happens, and then they, they had said they were not going to put it on the streaming service, and then they still did. And so there's some money that was left on the table that I personally think rightfully she should have been compensated oh, yeah. for that because these movies make millions of dollars. And yeah. did Disney try to find a loophole in this whole system? Yeah, supposedly she she lost 30 to 40 million or more yeah. by not getting any money from the streaming service. I don't know how they accurately measure that, but I would say that's probably probably yeah. uh, pretty accurate. Well, we'll see what happens with HBO Max, but that's one of the things moving into 2022 is that we may not see these theatrical release and then the 30 days on HBO Max. I like that HBO Max I did this. Uh, maybe they could strike a deal with Warner Brothers and maybe we can we can see more of this because I believe Warner Brothers was really the one that was at the forefront of a lot of this is we're going to do 30 days and, you know, 30 days after that, it comes off the streaming service. And so 
we'll, we'll wait and see what happens, but uh, balls in your court, HBO Max and Warner Brothers, don't let us down. Uh, I was enjoying watching some of these movies because there's certain movies that I would have wanted to go to the theaters, but it was like, oh, maybe yes or no. I mean, one movie in particular was King Richard. Uh, the oh, movie yeah. with uh, Venus and Serena Williams' dad. Right. Uh, it was in theaters. It just happened to be on HBO Max. I uh, saw it on HBO Max, and I think I would have went to the theaters to watch that one. It was a pretty good movie. Yeah. It was very good. Uh, Boba Fett, December 29th. We are anticipating that series. Talk to me. What are your thoughts? <laughs> uh, Book of Boba, it came out at the end of Mandalorian, was it season two? Yeah. Um, we're, this is where Boba Fett, you know, he's... Everybody thought he was dead when he fell into Sarlacc pit. Mm -hmm. he's, he's Boba Fett. Of course he got out. Uh, and in Mandalorian, you saw how he got his armor back. Uh, so now I guess we're going to, you know, find out how he got out of Sarlacc pit. Uh, we know how he got his armor back, but he also breaks into Jabba's palace and gets his ship back because it was sitting in Jabba's palace. So, yeah. But him and Fennec Shand was played by Ming-Na Wen. Uh, they're going back to Tatooine and they're trying to uh, reunite all of Jabba's uh, crime syndicate back under them mm -hmm. on Tatooine. And, uh, of course, you know, they're getting a little... <laughs> people, th those captains don't want to give up their power. So uh, I think Boba and Finnick are going to kind of force force them to uh, concede. And I think we're going to get eight great episodes. I believe it's eight episodes that they're locked in for for this series. Um, Mandalorian was eight per season if yeah. i'm not mistaken usually eight to ten eight to ten is what we're going to be getting but um i think we're definitely gonna I, I i'm excited um i think this one is gonna carry right where the mandalorian left off i think boba fett is gonna get some new fans that's another thing too with these streaming services it's the new fans that they're bringing yeah. in i mean yes us old heads love <laughs> and you know we know the history you know from the very first star wars movie to now uh from you know comics to cartoons to just everything that this franchise has brought to us definitely is going to attract a newer audience and i think that's the good thing, especially like with Boba Fett. I think we're going to see a lot of the younger demographic go back to really do some research on them. And maybe that does good for Disney because they go back and really check out the, the catalog from the very first Star Wars movie. Yeah, and Star Wars fans are real sticklers for backstories and details. Uh -huh. Everything be perfect. So, uh, And I believe John Favreau is probably tied in with this too. Yeah. He's, I think they just gave him the keys to Star Wars and said, here, it's, it's yours now. But he does such an amazing job though. Yes. He's done, he has not missed. I mean, John, I mean, he does so much work and the minute you find out that he's tied to a project, you're just like, okay, I see what he did there. And yeah. you, you feel a little bit more comfortable when you're like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm glad it's it's him yeah. at the helm and he does, does a really good job. Uh, Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett comes out December 29th, streaming on Disney Plus. Definitely something perfect for ringing in the new year. So if you're looking to uh, chill at the house, you'll be able to catch Boba Fett on Disney Plus. Uh, uh, <laughs> we'll go wrap up with this one. I was excited. I actually saw this yesterday, this trailer, and I thought... Okay, this isn't real, but it turns out to be real. It's the latest project from Nicolas Cage. Uh, tell people about this uh, about this new project that's going to be coming out. Uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent. It, it's a little meta. I mean, it's it's a fictional take on Nicolas Cage, but it's not real far from truth. Yeah, <laughs> you know, in real life, he was having some money issues there for a while, uh, taxes and stuff. And uh, from what I gather in the trailer, uh, he's playing himself, Nick Cage. Yeah. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris is playing his agent 
and you know he's he owes he's living in a hotel or, or a, some fancy uh, hotel and he owes him like 600 and some thousand and this guy's like hey you know i have this gig for you it's a dude's birthday party he's like nope not gonna do it he's like he's paying a million dollars he's like okay let's do it <laughs> yeah, i'll do it uh i like i tell you i saw this i was like okay someone's messing around no this is a legit movie but this is the most nicholas cage movie that everybody is going to want to go see because we're going to see a whole nother layer to Nicolas Cage. And it's the one I think a lot of us want to see. We yeah. want to see the havoc that is Nicolas Cage. We want to see the, Over Hey, you're the staying top. at a hotel for $600,000. <laughs> we want that. It's Nick Cage, Nick Cage playing Nick Cage. Yes. So over the top. I saw, uh, and I don't know, maybe it's just a cameo appearance. We got Tiffany Haddish. Mm -hmm. uh, she fans out. I don't know if she's playing um, her own character. I don't know if she's playing her in real life or if it's a character. I don't know what it is. Um, we also got the Mandalorian is in it, too. Oh, Pedro Pascal. <laughs> yes. That's right. I forgot. I think that's the guy whose birthday party it is. Yes, because yeah. he says some vulgar <laughs> things that he was going to do some vulgar things to his wife. And he says, <laughs> I'm that guy. And yeah. next thing you know, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> gets in one of those uh it's great man i'm excited to see this and uh, i just i don't know it's something about a good comedy and nicholas cage involved i mean you can't miss it, yeah and like nick cage he's basically a parody of himself now anyway yeah have you seen him on saturday night live with uh andy samberg where andy samberg plays nicholas cage talking to Nicolas Cage <laughs> and, and Nick, he played it so well. It, it's just, he's such a great parody of himself. And it's going to be definitely one that I know people are going to love to see if you're a fan of Nicolas Cage. Um, Even I, if you're not, I know it's just, you're <laughs> getting ready to see the disaster. That's going to be this movie. You'll probably enjoy it. Uh, uh, let me ask you just off the top of your head, favorite Nicolas Cage movie. Oh, that's tough. Uh, was it Raising Arizona? He was in that, right? Raising Arizona. That that's a good. Actually, I like uh, when Peggy Sue got married. Okay, that's way back. But my favorite one, ooh, probably Matchstick Man. Okay, I got uh, Con Air. Oh, I forgot about Con, Con Air was a good one, and my favorite at the top of the list, Gone in sixty seconds. That one wasn't bad. Gone in 60 Seconds was good. I think that was a great response because at the time you had Fast and Furious and then you had Gone in 60 Seconds. I thought that was a, definitely an interesting take of how they tried to go against that franchise at the time. So I, I don't know. Gone in 60 Seconds was definitely a, a really good movie to me. Um, you didn't have to deal with the whole street racing thing. Obviously, they were heist and trying to steal cars. Yeah. but Maybe yeah. that was like the first Fast and Furious. That was the prequel. Yeah, <laughs> right. That was the prequel. So. <laughs> Fast and Furious people, you don't need to worry about a prequel. Just play Gone in 60 Seconds. Uh, we're about getting ready to wrap up. Uh, before we go, though, I do got to ask you. Uh, you saw the trailer to Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Did you see it? No, I haven't. Okay. It's good? I, it, you can tell me. I'm, I'm going I'm, I'm to let you know that I had my reservations about Idris Elba playing Knuckles. And uh, that is all gone. He will make the perfect knuckle. He he did cancel the apocalypse. Yeah, he did. So. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we always appreciate you joining us every Thursday, 11 o'clock. Of course, we broadcast from Zia Comics. Uh, if they want to follow you guys' social media, let them know all the details for you guys. Uh, if they want to check out with you guys, uh, ZiaComics.com. Uh, every social media, just slash Zia Comics. You know, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, we're out there. And um, 
yeah, just visit any of us, any of those on social media. They're all connected. That's right. Make sure you catch up with them. Hot 103's big show. Follow us on social media as well as Hot 103. We stream this live on the Hot 103 Facebook page. You'll also be able to catch the replay on YouTube. So make sure you follow us there. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram as well. You can follow Zia Comics on Instagram. Follow Hot 103 on Instagram as well as Hot 103's big show. That is going to wrap it up for episode two. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll do this again next week with Zia Comics weekly later nerds